come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. And here we are, 22 miles past the exit, <laughs> back again. What's so funny about that? He's only been driving here for seven years. Well, I've Somehow been driving for seven he, years today. He managed, to he managed to end up half an hour past where he was supposed to be. What's it Turning off. off. What's it <clears throat> Pretty much. Miles. Yeah. Anyway, come on, we need, we need to proceed yes, with oh, the show. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Ghost Chronicles, and I am Ron Kolick, your host, of course, New England's own Van Helsing, and with me, of course, my charming co-host, co-host, co-her, <laughs> the blonde bombshell. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Another illustrious introduction by Van Helsing. Thank you. At least he didn't call me a ho 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 this time, which he did on the last show. That was. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, was, here we are. That was. A hey, mistake. happy yeah. New Year, everybody. Yeah, and we, we decided to come back and uh, do another show because whether you we want could. us to or not. Yeah, because <laughs> we could. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so thank you for watching us and supporting us all these years, right? Yes. yes. Thank you so much. I know you're all done like a hundred of these TV shows. Suffering. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. We're uh, we were over seventy-five. No, we're like eighty-six. I think this is eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Eighty-eight. Okay. Fine. We're up in the eighties. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, and that doesn't count our regular show as well. So we That's thank you right. for supporting us and listening yes. to us. And you can always join us on uh, Ghost Chronicles uh, Radio on Patreon too, if you really want to see some really interesting yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, oh, we have a guest today. <laughs> yes. Yes. And joining two. us today are two, two people that I've known for a long time, whether I wanted to or not. Um, <laughs> there they are. Yes, they are. There they are. <laughs> Jim Stonier and Leslie Martin. Hi. Welcome, guys. Welcome Hi. to our crazy place. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles. <laughs> oh, boy. My lifelong dream. It is. You've been here before. I know. I, once before. So yeah. today, you know, they're both members of our team. Leslie is a medium, of course. Uh, she works with me for over almost nine years now on the Red Light Seance, which we do religiously every month. And uh, she is a medium, wrote the book Medium Rare, and uh, she's a right person. And, oh, you're uh, all right. You're all right, Leslie. <laughs> and, of course, Jim Stonier is... <laughs> uh, EVP specialist for the New England Ghost Project. He is uh, also a, a very smart guy as well. He's a, he's a uh, new new age man. One of those guys that does everything from skydiving to scuba diving to airplane driving to whatever. Wow! I haven't yeah. jumped out of one yet, but yeah. Well, <laughs> you, trust me. The way you fly an airplane, you're gonna be soon. <laughs> anyway, so today I thought we'd talk a little bit about ghost hunting. Because, you know, the only people that people see on TV are those TV guys, right? The crazy people. The TV guys. Not, not <laughs> yeah, that this is really crazy. I, don't, whatever. I know. Not crazy, but kind of over the top. But, you know? I mean, there, and when I first started doing this over, over 20 years ago, uh, if you went on the Internet, which was fairly new back then, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
AOL dial-up. There was probably 24 groups in the country, and now there's probably 24 in any trailer park. Right. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's quite a few. So it's very popular. So I, I, I figured we'd ask, uh, and I'm going to ask that with you, Ann. Uh-oh. Is, is what got you into the paranormal, ghost hunting, if you want to call it? I became obsessed with ghost hunting shows when they first started come out. Britain's Most Haunted. Most Haunted, yeah. Uh, that was my favorite. Mine and too. then, of course, Ghost Hunters, which was brand new. 2006. And I was just so captivated with this, and I'd always been interested in the paranormal anyways, and I thought, oh my God, it would be so cool to have a team. And I had just, I was working, I just started working part-time at EBCAM, I think, or I, I don't even know if I was working there yet, but when I said, well, I, I want to do a show, I think it would be cool. So that's what, that's what we got me into investigating. So you and I actually kind of started out the same because yes. when I first got it, I, I mean, I got involved, big long story, I don't want to go through it, but basically I had a pulmonary embolism, had cut my fingers oh, off, yeah. and took a course <coughs> in TV production, was looking for something to do, and I had to do a show, I had to do it on something, so I had the near-death experience, at least I thought I did, it might have been the drugs they gave me, and my place was supposed to be haunted, so I said, you know what, I'll do it on ghosts. And that's how I got it, it was totally coincidental. So, mm -hmm. but my first thing was a show. My first investigation yeah. was a show. Yeah. And that's kind of what is interesting. And, uh, and this was really, for me, it was before all these other shows were on. I'm not sure if most haunted was known on or not, or that I was even cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it was before any of that stuff. It was a lot of fun and I just enjoyed it. Well, I didn't want to be yeah. famous. I just enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed the creative end of it. Uh, yes. Is what, why yeah, I did I do it. Too. Yeah, and then, then when I started doing it, there was like so many questions that I couldn't answer. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to learn more and more, and I have been for 20 years. Right. So on the other hand, we have Leslie. Now Leslie is a medium, which I'm sure she wasn't born overnight as a medium. Uh, how did you get involved in the paranormal and ghost hunting? Well, I've been aware of things that no one else can see for a very, very long time. My first recollection was when I was three. Like the Easter Bunny and <laughs> And um, But what got me into ghost hunting was I went on a bus tour of haunted lighthouses with you. Oh, oh boy. And I thought. So I'm the blame of this? Yeah. Uh, and Ron's, you still came it's back. It's Ron's fault. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was sitting at home and it popped up as something to do and I thought, that sounds really interesting. I am totally going to do that. And so I went on the tour and I was like, oh my gosh, this is where I need to be. And <laughs> that's how I started. Really? Yeah. But, I mean, so before then, you were a medium, right? In the closet, yes. <laughs> I didn't tell other people. Like well, I would go we're on all field in the closet, trips. One thing or another. <laughs> I'd go on field trips with my kids, like on the Constitution, and, and I'd have to touch everything, and I would pick up, you know, energies, and I would, right. you know. Did you communicate with spirit before then? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, no, that's yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. So when you communicate with spirit, so you you know they're there, like mm -hmm. like. When I do it, I'm, I'm not sure what's there. I'm not sure, honestly, to this day, I'm Same. not sure ghosts exist. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've seen all the evidences. I've seen full operations, apparitions, but I've, I've so, had such a 
a doubter in my mind that sometimes I wonder, you know, even though I experienced all this, do they really exist or is, is there another answer for it? But to you, they are real because you've been speaking with them all your life, right? Yes. So how does it change from being a medium to now doing ghost hunting, which is what we do, our paranormal investigating? I mean, we call it ghost hunting, but it's really paranormal investigating. Well, I just, <laughs> so it's kind of a blend of the two where you're curious and like we're going to do something this evening. Mm -hmm. I have no idea where we're going and I'm so curious about it. And then you just feel out the energies and you, you take what comes to you and then you share it with the group and then the group uses the instruments and to see if they can pick anything up. Do you need those instruments to prove to you that you're, you're, you're okay? No. Okay. No. All right. Because it seems to me some mediums do that. They, they, they want verification all the time. When I was younger, I really craved verification oh. because I wanted to, you know, not only, you know, prove that I was valid um, and that I actually can do this, um, but for a self-satisfaction sort of thing to say, hey, yeah, I did it right, yay. <laughs> but now that I'm older and, you know, it, it doesn't matter because I know what's up. You know, I know what I'm experiencing. And if, if you doubt that, then you doubt that, and there's nothing I can do to change that. So. I mean, you, it, to me, as, as you know, I, I've said it a million times, I really didn't believe in mediums. thought they were all like charlatans or you know, gypsies at the beach and stuff, whatever, doing the fortune. <laughs> Hope it is. Yeah. Well, you know, did you ever get your fortune read by the gypsies at the beach? No. Oh, I have. It's worth it. It's fun. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you know, and then of course I ran, ran into Maureen Wood and uh, she offered to go with me in an investigation. So I says, well, what have I really got to lose? I mean, she's just going to give me information and whatever it is, it's either going to be good or not. And, uh, and I was one of the first groups that really use a medium in a, in a lot of uh, investigating. Uh, in fact, a lot of places will look down on it uh, as using mediums because they had the same thing I did. They didn't believe me. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's an, an intriguing part of uh, having a medium is that it, they can tell you things that your meters, uh, but you know, a lot of times we just don't take <coughs> Everything, uh, how can I say this without insulting you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try. We, we, we can, um, you know, I believe that what you tell me is what you believe. But sometimes, you know, that information, I, I don't really know if it's true or not. I mean, the, sometimes I can't, you know, look it up. Or, and you know that because you've been working with me for many years. Mm -hmm. and, and that we can't verify it in, in anything. But it doesn't mean it's wrong or right. It's just that we don't have that verification to, to it. So I think that's what, what are the, the raps is on mediums sometimes is, is that they can't because if they're contacting everyday spirits, sometimes they can't, um, you know, verify that particular information or whatever. So, so you, do you, were you, did you find that as a handicap or a, did you ever feel that way? No, it's not a handicap. Right, good. No. Okay. And of course, the, uh, the other member of our panel tonight is, is uh, Jim Stonier. He's, as I mentioned before, a wicked smart guy, electrical engineer. Uh, you know, he's, he really knows a lot of useless information. Um, 
which is true. He probably knows more useless information than anyone. Thank you, Ron. Yeah, but uh, he's, always, he's always got something coming up. It's like, you know, hey, you know that line in the tunnel? You know what that's for? If it's brown, that means this <laughs> yeah. tunnel goes underground. If it's blue, it means it's underwater. You remember that? I think of that every time I go in a tunnel. I do, Jim. Jim, that, that is, honest to God, that is solid information. Useless information. Yeah, so you know if you're going to drown and just get crushed. It doesn't really matter, though. That's the problem, you know. It's, it's, you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that's, that's the thing. So, I mean, uh, you are wicked smart. You do have an electrical engineer degree. Uh, how did you get in the in into the, this mess? <laughs> well, it started with the movie White Noise. Really? Ah. About EVPs and mm -hmm. transcommunication. And I lived in Andover at the time, and it was an ad in the Andover Townsman for an EVP class. I don't think about that big at uh, Circles of Wisdom. So I went. Mm -hmm. And it was taught by Karen, who used to be the EVP person for the... New England Wheels Project. So I wouldn't buy her McDonald's yeah, as you get Something like that, yeah. Okay. So then uh, after that, I just started coming, going to a lot of Ron's events. He'd have the public ghost huts, like the 1789 house in Methuen. Is that one? Yeah, sure. And the Tenny Gate house. <laughs> and a bunch of, just went 1859. Going. 1859. It was one of those. It's got a bowling alley in the basement. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's 100 years. Uh, Give or take. Yeah. Then in 2007, when Karen left the group, mm. you asked me to join. Yeah. It was a tough decision because Maureen wanted Carol, who you were going without at the time, and I wanted you. Yeah. Of course. You win. We know who wins. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so it. Surprising. So I've been doing EVP and tech ever since. Yeah. And I try to be skeptical. But what intrigues you about EVPs of all things? Is that, is that because of your um, electronic background? Yeah, it was something like how are these voices getting on the recorders? And, and are they real? Like you have to try to figure out if it's real or if it's environmental. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I like the technology. I get to play with you know, audio editors and things like that, and right. teach classes. Mm -hmm. But uh, one one thing I learned about Ghost Hunting, you were talking about the shows earlier, yeah. like Ghost Adventures right. and all that stuff. Everything looks glamorous until <laughs> we would get done with an investigation, and we would set up maybe five or six cameras for four hours, mm -hmm. and you would have. <laughs> Four hours of video from every camera to go through looking to see if oh, anything yeah. happened. And the same thing with the EVPs. You don't. Audio, yeah. You know, one time Ron gave me this <laughs> eight hour snore tape. <laughs> Somebody had just recorded themselves sleeping because they kept hearing voices in their room at night. So I had to listen to this eight hours of snoring over a couple of days so it would go crazy. But, you know, and it, you get that whole glamorous part, the exploring and stuff, and then you have to go through the evidence and. Oh, figure tedious. out what you saw. Yeah, that was actually a test for you. So we, we, I recorded that myself snoring. Oh. So I, I, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, that was actually somebody. You know, I mean, back in the day, uh, there weren't this many ghost hunting groups out there. So you got all kinds of cases, and and you dealt with all different kinds of cases. And uh, I remember when I first had the first Ghost Chronicles uh, radio show on WCCM. We used to have this woman call in all the time, tell us about the one-eyed aliens in her kitchen. <laughs> And, you know, and, and she would call in constantly. So finally, I said, well, you know what, uh, after the show, uh, I'm going to go over to your house and, and uh, do a little investigation with this. And she was, so she was happy as a pig in mud. Uh, so, um, yeah, I went. And it was in a building, and it went, you know, like third floor, whatever, way up to the top of the thing. And when I came into the kitchen, there, of course, was... Naughty pine piling, a uh, pining, and that candling. Thank you. Yeah, Speak yeah, English right. for me. There you go. All right. 
yeah. <laughs> interpreting Ron. Italy. Right, yes, which she interpreted as the one-eyed oh, alias. Oh, my God. But really? it all fit, and all fairness, though, when I washed out of going up the stairs, and I, I carried an EMF meter, and that freaking thing jumped off the scale. <laughs> and when I got up, the entire time I was in her apartment, that thing was blaring. And there wasn't a spot in the, in the oh apartment that wasn't blaring. God. And one of the, the uh, uh, theories on EMF is that a certain high doses or anything, you can't hallucinate, and it, it can't cause... <laughs> Problems. So, in all fairness, she interpreted those as as thing, but there may be a cause of this. It might have been that uh, EMF. That's where uh, the power we, probably came into the building. What's that? That's probably where the power came into the whole building. I think the power <laughs> the entire world Spider came. Brain. <laughs> entire world came through in oh that little God. place because oh, that woman. That honestly, it was. I've never seen scale. The entire time I there, it was just blaring. Oh my God! Solid red. Now it was the old cell sensor oh, one. Oh, that's right. bad. And it was like yeah. so I had to turn the volume off because it was all like. I was like, I still Holy have one crap. of those in my kit. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, you had a whole bunch of them you'd give out. Yeah, we used on uh, <clears throat> investigations and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Jim, I mean, one thing I do like about you is that oh, when you boy. one thing. <laughs> Thank you. One, one thing. thing. Besides your useless information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the thing I do like about you, Jim, is that when you process an EVP, unlike some groups, you don't take it and uh, manipulate the crap out of it, do you? No, I just keep it simple. I might denoise it. I don't want to do anything to it that could introduce mm -hmm. something in it that wasn't there in the original. But then I always go back to the original and listen to it, and maybe I can actually hear it in the original. If I do, I say, okay, that's good capture. If I don't, then I know something I did in processing probably added it. All right. Mm -hmm. So I throw it away. What's your thoughts on EVPs? Then? I I love EVPs. Um, I don't listen to, like listening to like you know eight hours of recordings for EVPs. No, no, no. But <laughs> um, I never was very good at, at the whole EVP thing. Like my partner Mike Markowitz was amazing at it, and but I would record and just hear nothing until I went to an old church with my friend Sherry, Sherry Shockey, and Shockey. Sherry Shockey, yep, from, she's uh, up in New Salem, Hampshire, right? in the other Salem, yep, yep. Salem, New Hampshire, yep. and we just walked around and her friend Melinda, they both had worked there at one point in time, I think Melinda was still working there, and I just ran my recorder the whole time and, and I don't even know that I even asked I may have asked a few questions, and I got just three amazing EVPs. Uh, I was staying at a hotel up there because I was at a conference, so I had gone off to, to meet Sherry and Melinda and do the recordings and just walk around in this old church. And I had three very clear EVPs, just had my little earbuds in, you know, back at the hotel, and I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Rewind it, listen to it again. It was really Do you still have amazing. those? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we could dub them in the show so our audience could listen. Sure. I could do that. I think we've played them on a show years ago, yeah, but, but I definitely still have them because I was all impressed with myself. Very good. Like I did anything special, we but... Should, we should definitely have that in there. You know, yeah. but they're completely... I didn't do anything to them other than, you know, just cut them, cut that piece out of the recording and, and save it and that. But that, you get so excited when you get something like that. Yeah. And you can legit hear something said so clearly. It's 
super exciting. And here are Anne's EVPs from the church in Salem, New Hampshire. On the other hand, there are sounds that come through in a lot of recorders that people interpret as right. voices and stuff. I mean, our mm -hmm. friend Mark, uh, Mike Mockwitz, he has a lot of oh, stuff. Yeah. He'll give you EVPs, <laughs> and, and honestly, God, I can't hear a damn thing. And it's like, I don't know what that is at all. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? Well, you can't hear it. It's very clear. He's he, like, no, listen to this. It's, it's very clear. It said, I'm going to get up and kill you. Well, I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's know me. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Well, well, I find an experiment. We did an experiment at last SpiritQuest. Mm -hmm. And I introduced white noise, had a speaker um, playing white noise. And I had the recorder going. We asked questions. And then using the sound editor, I sampled the white noise and removed that from the recording so you could actually hear the voices. And do you remember we had one? Uh, yes. We said, we're going to help you. Is that okay? And he says, BS. I won't say it, but... Mm -hmm. Bullshit. Bullshit. Everybody heard it. Now, yeah. to me, that yeah. is what an EVP should be. Here is the EVP that Jim recorded at Spirit Quest. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. Everybody can right. hear uh, it without oh, prompting. No, my, my feeling is that the spirit wants you to hear them. They're going to come through in such a way you don't have to run, you know, fast Fourier transforms on it, or run it through this filter, reverse it. You know, have a spark generator going on while you're processing and all that stuff. It's I just don't have time for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then then we got one at the well that said nothing to see here. <laughs> Remember that one. <laughs> We, we've got some another one at VZ who said, you said, is there anyone here? And they said, Are there no. any ghosts here? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> even, even do you still have those from Spirit Quest? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, maybe you can send them to me and we can. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll our last investigation, we, well. last investigation we did, I introduced myself. I said, hi, I'm Ron Colwick from the New England Ghost Project and everything else. And then I said some other things. I can't remember what it was. And uh, the voice comes across, which is which was good because it was not just one word. It said, "Not a ghost." <laughs> I'm Ron Cole. Not, 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 not a ghost. Not a ghost. ghost. <laughs> this is Ron's EVP from his investigation. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> is that where you or I almost went swimming? Yeah, you probably. You don't. You'll be on the dock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you almost but, fell in? Yeah, there was a dock. We didn't know how to step on it. Oh, oh. So. The landlubbers. What do you think? What is your thoughts on EVPs, Leslie? I love EVPs. They're mm -hmm. like my favorite thing. Yeah, they're fun. Because it gives a voice to the, the thing that I'm seeing or the thing that I'm picking up on. And, and, and it just makes it that much more real. It, another dimension of a being, you know? Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I love them. Do you have a favorite one that that you, you know, working with us or, or, or someplace else? Doesn't really matter. We were think. doing the thing in Salem at the Hawthorne, and Hawthorne, we were yeah. doing um, a, a demonstration for the crowd of how to do an EVP. Hundred people. I was like, 
Half of them yeah. drunk too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we asked questions, and then we played it back, and it was completely silent when we were asking the questions. And then when we played it back, there was a scream, and it made everyone jump out of their seats. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was great. That's exciting. So, Jim, that's pretty common, though, right? Right, uh, the scream. Yeah. But I'm, I'm starting to think the scream might be a side effect of the recorder. Really? When it comes off voice operated. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm, th I'm thinking that. Uh, when it comes off voice activated. At least, at least you, have to think, you have to think about it, right? And, and you know, he's not going to just jump at that. He, he's thinking about it, so he's going to That's why we do, love him. He's going to do experiments to see <laughs> if his, his ability or not. But we do. It is pretty common in EVP. Right. Yeah. Like the time mm -hmm. in the lighthouse, Clay and I were exactly. sitting at the bottom, and we're just having a conversation. <laughs> and then there's a scream. This is Jim's recording of the scream at the lighthouse. Just, we just carry on our conversation because right. we didn't hear yeah, it. We See, in that case, though, yeah. there is no there is no breakup. There is no right. box you're kicking right. in. Yeah. That's just the scream. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when you first started doing EVPs uh, in Andover, I believe, right? And you, you want to tell us a little bit about your experiences? Oh, that, yeah. So yeah. I started doing the EVP. If you ever saw the movie White Noise, you know, they might make you want to be afraid of it. So I started doing it in the shed out back. Because you didn't want to do it in the <laughs> they house. They won't come in the house, they'll <laughs> yeah. stay in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> then I moved to the house, and I'm doing it in, the house had steam radiators. So I did a session, and I oh. hear this noise. I said, oh, that's got to be something. <laughs> so after about a half hour into trying to analyze this and get a voice out of it, I went back up to the room, and I just sat there. And I heard the exact same noise that was coming from the radiator. Oh, geez. So ever yeah. since then, I always use two recorders. Mm -hmm. A crappy one that gets good EVPs and a good one, like a <laughs> studio quality one. And that's my control. If I hear it on both recorders, like there was one we were out at the Victorian, and I thought for sure I had an EVP. We were up in the upstairs office in the front. It was Ron, Ron Jr., Clay, and myself. And I hear a voice saying something. I'm trying to analyze it. So I go back to the good recorder, and it was uh, Ron Jr. saying, car's coming. Because <laughs> that's one thing a lot of people don't do, it, yeah. is what Jim has taught us to do, is that when you do make any noise, uh, for instance, if your stomach growls or you right. uh, break wind, or <laughs> which has known to happen before. Yeah, <laughs> even imagine. Nope. Or, or a car coming. You, you note that on the recorder. Right. So you, you yeah. don't, you, you can identify it. You say, okay, that's. Or you pull a clean, somebody pulls a Kleenex out of their pocket. Yeah. To, you know? Exactly. Because I've, I've, I've said that before. Mike's right. like, that's an EVP. And I'm like, no, that somebody that's that was me or you or whoever it was. I'm like had pulled something out of their pocket. So we had a big well, we had argument a funny, about that. We had a funny incident happen. Leslie and I went down to see Clay in uh, Mobile, Alabama. Clay is mm -hmm. a, a, a former he used member. to be a tech manager of our group. And we were doing, and it was funny. I was always joking about my cousin Vinny, which took place there. Yeah, I don't. You know the scene where he's holding the tape and says, "Mrs. Sozo, how many fingers am I showing up?" And the judge goes. Uh, let the record show. Well, we're at a house doing an investigation. I'm trying to do a session. I ask the question, and Clay answers it. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time you can hear the recording, I said, okay, this time the spirits and only the spirits <laughs> answer this question. <laughs> oh, like, no. Like, now, that's funny. The EVPs are, the, the theory is that those are only recorded 
at the time, but you can't hear them. Right. But you only hear them on playback, right? Right. Now, there are audible sounds that can be heard, in other words, not produced by humans, but uh, supposedly by spirits. Uh, clear audience, I think is what's it? I yeah, it's what clear audience, I think. Yeah, whatever it's called. But that you can actually hear. And those, those to me, I find intriguing in themselves because you can hear them by your ear, and yet they're recorded as well, which is an interesting thing. So, in other words, you've got double verification. In, in it wasn't your imagination. It you wasn't actually your did hear that. Right? Yeah, yes. We had one recorded. case of it that I know of. Yeah, we had the one at the uh, uh, Victorian, mm -hmm. right, with the, when I was asking him about the whiskey, if he wanted the whiskey, and he said, yeah, it was yeah. pretty clear. We all heard it in the room at the time. But there's an opposite of uh, EVPs, in, in, which is intriguing, and, and that occurred at the uh, engine house in Gettysburg. And if you remember, I was interviewing, and this was on, on film, I was interviewing uh, the station manager and talking to him, and Maureen, who was a medium, and uh, some of the other investigators were in, in the back. And all of a sudden, we all heard this huge bang. And I mean, it was huge, right? You could see us stop and everything else, and we all go running to see what was going on and everything else, okay? But that was never recorded. Right. We, we had tapes running the whole time, Crazy. and there was nothing recorded on it. So even though we heard it audibly, it wasn't recorder on a recorder. How do, how do you explain something like that, Jim? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh. EVPs, I guess. Must be paranormal. <laughs> but, but you're right. You did see on on video all of us reacting to something, yeah. but you couldn't hear what we reacted to. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like just you know, like that. It was a it was huge a, bang, absolutely huge. And it was metal on metal. It was like the engine cooling or something was so loud. It was a really thing. Well, but. there was something similar that happened at um, when we were down at Fort Tabor. Ah, in New Bedford, oh, right, yes. with video. Tim Weisberg, and yes. we weren't with that group, but they heard, it sounded like the whole ceiling was collapsing, yes. yeah. and they're all yelling and screaming, and it was, it, there was not, it wasn't Among anything. Other things. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, but that, that was another instance of that where they were like, what was that, what was that, what was that, and I don't think anything was recorded. Anything was recorded, nothing happened, nothing fell apart, nothing fell down on them. Very odd. Yeah, so there was other aspects <laughs> of the paranormal that we were not aware of or, or haven't yet ex been able to explain. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's all intriguing, but so what's your thoughts on I'm in the hot seat today. The you are. <laughs> the hatch, you're the smart one. The hatch, no yeah, question and some, you, other, some other these. <laughs> The uh, hack shack, the uh, hack hack. All of these other spirit hack. box, and the spirit, the spirit box. box, and some of these I other devices. It. I mean, what's your thoughts on those? I don't know. I think it might be wishful thinking the way they work. Yeah. You know, uh, if in case you don't know what they are, you take a radio and you have the scan function, and you disable the ability of that radio to stop in any one station. So it just keeps scanning forever and ever. And that's the whole idea behind the uh, spirit box. Is it? Hack shack, hack shack. Box, hack, hack, yeah, yeah. yeah, the shack hack. Uh, There's a lot of them. Like yeah, that, you, yeah, you can't get those radios anymore, but I've modified a couple. No, right. And uh, and the, th the thing is, you're listening and you ask a question, you'll hear a little snippet that might answer your question. Right. So. Mm -hmm. And half the time, if you don't record it, then sometimes you have three or four people who hear different things. Mm -hmm. uh, I heard that. Uh, no, someone will say, I heard the thing. And they'll say, oh, yeah, I heard that too, which is also. 
all I suggestive. hear is click, 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 until I want to lose my mind. I love yeah, that. And yeah. then <laughs> I'm done. I'm like, I'm they're like, okay, who wants to do the hack shack? Well, I'll that, be over there we'll doing tonight, anything else. We'll do our investigation oh, tonight. No. I'll have that running for you, no. just for you. No. Of course, I have everything. Please. Okay. <laughs> Why you locked the car? Oh, my oh, yeah. God, I locked hate the it. Car. But yeah. uh, It's a fun toy. I guess. Yeah. But, you know, they've just taken me. that basic broken reel and they've added, like, reverb to it, added pedals to it. They yeah. added colored lights to it, plasma things, and, you know, to make plasma. it all. But plasma? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Plasma. I mean, the thing I can't. Leslie, what's your thought before I go on to the... Internet? I have no thoughts. No thoughts. Do you <laughs> no like no the hack shack spirit boxes? I don't. I think it's just random noises that people think say something right yeah that's what i think uh -huh. like wishful yeah. thinking yeah yeah and is it the was the oculus too obelisk obelisk yeah that, well that one has out words random words yeah that has random words, words. That's, in its bank that's kind that of weird grams out. yeah as yeah. well yeah, yeah. these are that, all devices it was an iphone app years ago the yeah. ghost uh ghost radar ghost radar ghost yeah. radar oh yeah. my god there's one behind me <laughs> <laughs> wait where it is now how is it know which one you're facing yeah the, the only thing that surprised me is as we all know Steve Parsons Steve Parsons one of the leading parapsychologists from the UK and uh, he was at uh, Fort uh, Constellation Constitution Constitution, Constitution, Constitution. one of those constitutions and uh, yeah they were doing the uh, hack shack in uh, yeah whatever in the <laughs> keeper's house and there were Coast Guard people there and they, they did get a series of voices that came through that actually made sense and uh the coast guard that was there said that you know one of them he happened to be a radio man too he said that you did, couldn't make sense of that why that those voice particular voices came through the way it did so he was always been impressed by that and i have no reason why uh, i was not there at the time other than uh one of the things that said uh out in the hallway gonna, uh, where are you and it said out in the hallway and I was out in the hallway with someone else, and somebody there got touched. And that we didn't know that that oh. we didn't know that that that's interesting. We did not know that that session was going on. In other words, what was coming out of that hack yeah. shack at the time? We only found out later. And uh, so that was that was kind of a, a neat mix to it. To be fair, we can't say that it doesn't work, and we can't say that it does right. work because it we can't say because we don't know. Exactly, but. The thing that always bothers me about it, if, if you go back to the original EVPs, the original people that started working with it, they used to get long sentences with it. They would get uh, uh, voices in different languages. They would be mixed up. And, mm -hmm. and uh, they had this whole, and you could hear them. You can go onto the, to the internet and listen to some of these early works. And, and we seem like we only get these you know, one voice things. You're right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's what you hear for the most part. It's like mostly, one, yeah, one, oh. one word, two words. Was he trying to someone? It was originally someone trying to record bird calls. Yeah, that was the original. That was one of yeah, them. But there, um, there's yeah. EVP but now the spirits are too busy. You know, everyone's talking to them. I know, right? <laughs> They're in high demand. Yeah. So they just got time for a few words. They got to run. Yeah. <laughs> Next recorder. Okay. <laughs> someone over there needs me. All right, we're gonna scare this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's the other thing that irritates the, the crap out of me, is that um, when you when you go to a place like you know, for instance, if you were doing a public ghost hunt at uh, Eastern State Penitentiary, for instance, 
And they have different groups that go through, you know, all night long, right? And you know damn well they're asking the same questions. Right. If you were a spirit, it's like, <laughs> you'd be like, Oh, God, I told you guys before. I was like, Don't you guys communicate with each other? Yeah, exactly. George, can you take this one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would that be irritating? Or? I would say if nothing else to do, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. So the, that's their, their lot in life was to sit there and answer <laughs> stupid questions? I guess so. Well, do you like me? Depending on what they did, yeah, that might like be the me? way they go. <laughs> like, uh, do you like me? Would you, you like me to, to leave? leave? Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Father Guido Sarducci once said in one of his bits that, you know, depending how good you are in life is how high your soul goes. Oh. And he says, if you're a real yeah, rotten person, uh, you end up probably around the level of the grill at a greasy spoon. That's where your soul ends up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I played that bit at Spirit Quest one year with yeah. the one we did di demons, angels and demons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I, you know, the other thing I enjoy, uh, and what you're going to do tonight, is we're going to do an investigation at a place that, as far as we know, has not been investigated before. I don't think so. And there are also no reports of hauntings. Can't tell you what it is, though. Yeah. No, there's really not, although I do have a friend who <coughs> has told me something about this place. Oh, okay. Just, you won't share that with I us? I can't share no. it. Okay, good. Until okay. later. Yeah. No. Maybe later. Afterwards. After yeah, it's over. Afterwards. Done. After it's over. See if I can talk her into... Talking to us about it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> so, to me, I love that. I mean, I've noticed when, when we, we would well, we'd do the first investigation at the Houghton Mansion, Houghton Mansion, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I noticed over the years, since the, the Masons took over it and they opened it up to the public and all those other things, I noticed that it changed, the energy changed in the mansion. And I'm going to go to Leslie with this. And why do you think, is that, is that because all these people coming in or, or What's your thoughts on it, if, if there was a change in energy? People bring energy with them when they go into a place, and energy, you know, you can't destroy energy. And if you, you bring energies into the place, you're attracting other energies. And um, so when you were there in that moment of time, at the beginning, all the other energies from everybody else pulling in dad, pulling in this person. This guy over here is a street ghost. He wants to come in and take a look <laughs> at what's going on. So. It doesn't matter where you are, you know, it, it, energy changes all the time. So I think that's, that's why you experienced that. It changes over the years. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is why I love going into a place that is really, you know, a virgin territory, basically. Right. Uh, so the, um, the other thing I was going to ask our panel <coughs> about, and... We're a panel. We're a panel. panel. You are a panel. <laughs> yes, you are. And Naughty Pine. <laughs> <laughs> so if <laughs> what do you think ghost hunting is gonna go in the next few years? We'll start with Ann. Oh. Oh gee. I feel like it's so saturated. Like it's just I I think people need to go I feel my opinion is that people need to go back to basics and just chuck all the Technology. Crap. You know what I mean? I, I feel like there's so much and it's it's just everywhere, like on the airwaves and TV and I mean I very rarely watch any of it because I just it's saturated. It's it's over the it's too over the top. It's too over the top. And that's not really how it is when you go out and do an investigation. We're not all running around being dramatic and 
We're not going to trap a ghost and blow it up? Right. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. I don't think so, <laughs> Leslie. Not <laughs> this <laughs> night. The race, race chasers. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that absolutely irritates the heck out of you is, is people actually get scared at it. It's like, okay, wait a minute. So if I was in, had to go in for an operation, and the doctor came in there and it's like, cut me in and said, oh, blood, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 right. They're supposed to be professionals, yeah, right? Know, Especially right? the ones that we're seeing on TV. <laughs> they, they are come across as professionals. <laughs> Why would they be scared? Right, Why would right. they be running? And, and it, doesn't, it doesn't mean I don't believe that uh, there are evil or demons out there. Uh, you know, I have gone on, on um, exorcism with the Catholic Church, so I, I understand that of the deeper end of it. But there isn't a, a demon under every pillow. Right. You know, so... And, and if you oh, want demons. someone to go into your place, you want someone who's fairly professional, mm -hmm. right? You, don't, you want a, someone you have confidence in so that when they leave, you're not scared, right. right? Right. Ron and I went on an investigation where there was a poltergeist that was being not so nice to a kid. If we went in there and we were like, oh, 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 oh it's a poltergeist. We oh, wouldn't Ron. be helping at all. Right. You know, we, yeah. there's this fight or flight, and you can't have the flight. No. It's it's just not okay. Mm -hmm. You have mm -hmm. to be there and be there for your purpose and serve your purpose. Mm -hmm. It is. Now, when when I do investigation, New England Ghost Project has never really been uh, what you call as a you know a ghostbuster. We've never really been there to get rid of spirits. That's right. not our thing. We're here to investigate to try to understand what's going on. Um, there are a lot of people who. Uh, do do that, and if somebody wants that done, we can always recommend it to somebody who is in that business. Um, but to me, uh, another thing, and I have to go back to, oh, I asked, didn't ask, well, Jim, I'm going to skip your head. Okay. <laughs> did you, you didn't ask. I had the future of ghosts, I think, did you still want to answer that? I, was, I had the future of ghost question, but I, okay, all right, we'll give it to you. What's, what's the future of ghost country? Yeah, like Ann said, I think we have to get away from the, all the technology. You know, you've always. Says the tech guy. <laughs> I know, but you know, it's some cameras and things, but you know, some of this stuff is out, out just crazy. Um, and you've always said in the investigations of public ones, the best ghost sensing instrument is you. Mm -hmm. How you feel, what what's going on. Uh, but you mentioned Steve Parsons. One thing he did in the UK is there was this haunted pub, and everybody was could feel the presence when they went in there. But it was only in days when the wind blew from a certain direction at a certain speed. <laughs> so if you've ever been in a car where some person has to open one window oh, and uh -huh. you get the oh, thumping, yeah. oh yeah, that's what was going on in this pub. It was the chim wind blowing over the chimney was causing something called infrasound, uh -huh. which makes you feel uneasy and heavy if it's the right frequency. And that's what he discovered was going on at this pub. Right. Oh. So I think that's one of the futures of ghost hunting is, is going in where there's a phenomena and maybe using some instrumentation to figure out what that phenomenon could be caused by. What is it other than a spirit? Mm -hmm. You know, like is it a radio tower nearby that's overwhelming, you know, the recorder when you're doing an EVP? The other thing is, you know, a lot of people say, okay, we use scientific approach. And they say that because they use instruments. First of all, some of the instruments they use are not really. They're crazy. <laughs> <Okay>. toy. But, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> But it, just because you use instruments, <laughs> e even if you use expensive instruments, 
it, that's not necessarily a scientific investigation. It's what you do with them is, you know, I, do you calibrate them? Do you analyze the, the right. data? And do you correlate the data? You, you have to go through that whole aspect. Of, and, and documentation is the most important part of ghost hunting, I believe, anyways. That, you, know, you document everything that's going on. It's important. Um, since Leslie's been joining the, the group there, I make her do a report heavy everything. <laughs> I do. I do my report every time. Nice you. <laughs> Thank God for many times. Right. <laughs> That's true. It's come in handy. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, it's so difficult now to get into an investigation and do it, uh, you know, just an investigation to try to understand what's going on. People want more now because of the TV shows. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, well, it's how come difficult. you didn't do this? And how come you didn't do that? Right. Where was a full, you know, apparition? I didn't see it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's a difficult field. And I had a question for you, and I, I forgot that that thing was... Was it about... I said something about the investigation, and then you went back to Jim. No, it was, it was before that, but uh, anyways, we were talking. Uh, Damn, I hate... Old age. It was, it was so good. Thoughts oh. derailed. You know, it was First so he drove good. by the exit. <laughs> <laughs> 20 miles. Off oh. the tracks. Yeah, anyways. We were having a good conversation. We did, absolutely. <laughs> so... As members of the New England Ghost Project, and, and you're, you're a member now too, as yes, well. Yes, yeah, you yeah. are. Ooh. How do you think? I mean, how, are you comfortable with us sharing what we do and explaining how we do it and stuff like that? Is is that something that, in other words, uh, the New England Ghost Project has always been media friendly. Uh, we've always been in our first investigation. We brought media with us. And, and part of it was that to let people see for themselves what was going on and let them make up their own decision. In other words, when we come up with information, it's only information that we, we produce, right? So it may not be the complete story. Do you agree with that or is it? I do. Do you? I agree with that because we're only there for one snip at a time. Yeah. Here we are. That's the another part. You know, it's, it, it, people think that, you know, you can go in and, you know, we do our best with what the time we have in a place and, and we give the information, uh, but unless you go back to a place over and over again, uh, then you really can't get a complete picture of what's going on. What was your first New England Ghost Project investigation? Oh my God. <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> well, or actually, wake me when he's done. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, that, I'm a little bit uh, hazy on that on, on two particular reasons. I'm not sure which one came first. Okay. The Philip Knight House in Danvers was a, one of my first ones, if not the first one. And the other first one was the, the, other, first one. the other first one. The other is, first one. Uh, Mystery Hill in Salem, New Hampshire. Mystery Was it Philip Knight, the fog and the doll? Yeah, the, the uh, infrared thing. That's what I wanted to bring out. Thank you very much for bringing hey, that anytime, up. Anytime, Ron. Yes. I mean, Steve and I talked about this before. It seems like when we first started out, we, we got what we believe was better results, better uh, evidence in, in investigating. For instance, at that time, we used film. Okay, so we, it was no digital, it was all film, and we always had the negatives to back it up. 
Um, and also, a lot of the recording was not done on digital stuff, uh, Jim. It was uh, real to real right. and uh, cassettes. I mean, what's your thought? Should we go back to the old ways? Or? Well, last time I was here, Steve was talking about people going back to analog. Uh -huh. And, you know, the one little thing I say about using tape is either get a really good bulk eraser or <laughs> throw the tape away and use brand new tape every time. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to have any leftovers. Bleed through. Bleed through. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I always say, there's, I had a Beatles cassette when I was a kid, and the leader John was... John is dead. John the, is no, dead. No, no. The leader, instead of being, you know, a clear plastic, was actually recorded, you know, recording medium. And you could hear the song a few seconds before it began. You could hear it begin because oh. it had bled through. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And you don't want that happening when you're doing the... Uh, we should go back to eight tracks. Go back oh, to eight. oh yeah, those things, yeah, wonderful. <laughs> and uh, you know, the whole thing with the film we were using, or was being used, was the infrared film, which it's is expensive, really expensive and touchy stuff. Oh yeah, you have to do it in the everything totally in the dark. Where do you even dark. find it anymore? I mean, I, have, I still have some. Yeah, but is it good? Yeah, it's in the freezer. Oh. But the thing is, is where would you get it developed? And <laughs> from uh, you. <laughs> but place the problem with that is the storage. You I have to have there so anymore. much storage. Hmm? Yeah. I don't live there anymore. No, the place in uh, Boston there. Uh, I forget the name. Oh, oh yes, yeah, Melrose. Yeah, I forget the name of it. But uh, you going to know the name? What's the name? I think it's Hunts. Hunts. Hunts Photo. Yeah. Hunts Photo. Hunts Photo, which is still sells film cameras and everything else, which really? is uh, wow. For a little tidbit, I don't think you can develop Kodachrome anymore. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, film. I. I the nice thing about digital, especially uh, when you document a, a place, if you go in and, and you, for instance, if you're going to go into a room at night and, uh, or any place, if you're going to investigate, you go around, you take a lots of photographs so that when you go in at night, if you see, you know, strange lights on something or whatever, you, you can go back to the original photo and say, oh, look, there's a statue in that corner. That's where it's reflecting off or, mm -hmm. or there's a, a mirror there or there's a glass there. Right. And you, you can understand some of the stuff that's going on that you think might be paranormal. But, uh, and the ahead. problem with the digital, it can be manipulated after the oh, fact. Oh, God, can it ever. You know, at least with a film negative, unless you're one of the three-letter agencies <laughs> around the world, uh, it's very hard to manipulate a negative film negative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. And the bottom line, though, people are going to believe what they want to believe. Okay. And Anne, I, I can give you, Anne can give you the best example of that is, is <laughs> a, a thing and her and I did at the place that we were talking yeah. about where they, they got that EVP. At uh, Fort, Fort Tabor, Fort, Fort Tabor. Yeah. right? There. Or Rodman. Whatever. Yeah, Tabor and Rodman. Um, yeah, so there was a picture that I think I took. The photo you took. The photo that I digital took. Digital camera. On my digital camera. It was My not digital camera. Yeah. That you gave me? Yeah. <laughs> it was not my phone. It was a digital camera. Yeah. And uh, I looked at it. I posted it, and I knew what it was. Should I say what it was? I posted it. Or you posted yes. it. Yes. One of us posted it. One of us. We're and blind. We can't remember. So <laughs> it, was, it was the back of Ron's shoulder. It was, it was I did just in the picture, I was shooting, like, down the hallway that we were yeah, going it was a down. Tunnel. Or a tunnel, yep. passageway. And in one, because I was so close to his shoulder, like it was all white. Mm -hmm. the, the entire, that, yeah, the entire outline was white. It's the green jacket that he wears every the, day of his life. Yeah, it's the, the gray one with and the I'm little And I'm like, oh, that's on Jaron's shoulders. Oh, no. We, this thing just exploded. 
everybody was like, no, oh my God, you caught something paranormal and it was this and it was that and no, it couldn't be his shoulder and here's why. And I'm like, it's the shoulder of his jacket. I took the picture. No matter how much you explained. Exactly. <laughs> no one would listen to me. They I'm wouldn't like, listen to it's us. It's not paranormal. I'm really sorry. Well, it's funny. It's not. One of the events we went to at the Houghton, uh, what was his name? Josh? Josh. Mm -hmm. Demonstrated how to make orbs. Oh, and I remember he, that he one. He did his little one. presentation. I like Josh. He's in his basement, in the basement <laughs> of this place, really dusty. Mm -hmm. He takes a picture, no orbs, and he like stomps oh. his feet and everything. It's full of orbs. And it was a hard time convincing some of the people in the audience that they were not paranormal. It was yeah. dust particles. Oh, and, yes. Uh, yeah, he's a very good photographer, too. Yes. Yeah, I like Josh. Yeah, he did, a whole, he did a whole workshop on that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. On, yeah. on the orbs, yes. I remember it. We should get him At back Buttonwoods. I remember him doing it. We should get him back at uh, Spirit Course to re revisit that. Yes. Yeah, that would be great. Yes, it's a great presentation. Yeah. And people see faces and whatever and all and the then, little orbs, but... If you walk across a rug, even if we walked across the rug in here, and like we're like dragging our feet, and then there was stuff a, in the air and take a picture, you get an orb. an orb, or you take a flash picture in a mirror, you get a portal. <laughs> Don't fall in. <laughs> it's a portal. That happened to us. Uh, oh, that you were not there with us at that time. Uh, we did this place, I believe, in Pembroke or something else, and I had a camera digital, I believe it was, and uh, fluorescent lights. So I got the, mm -hmm. the spike from the light mm -hmm. oh, yeah. going down. I mean, you could see it in the rangefinder. Absolutely could see it in the rangefinder. And I took the picture, of course, and everything else. And we, we usually give our evidence to the people afterwards. It was a portal. Oh. <laughs> it was, I, I explained it to him at the time, explained it to him afterwards, it was still a portal. It was still a portal. It was still yeah. a portal. lens flare, right? That was that was an interesting one. We went there. We got very little. Other than that great EVP that says it's the Ghostbusters. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. That's yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. one of all time. <laughs> uh, but you know, we got very little there. But then uh, we we heard back from them. They said, "Oh, everything's okay now." We we brought a medium in, Leslie. <laughs> it wasn't you. <laughs> and they found uh, four ghosts there and. Uh, 400 revolutionary soldiers, and then she sent them all to the light. So oh, that's nice great. And quiet wow. Great. It must have taken a while. Yeah. yeah. I'm not that sure. She just said, it's the light, get your ass out of here. Yeah, they took sure. numbers. <laughs> Serving number eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, that would just crack me up because I, it's funny. like, first of yeah, all, we're good. revolutionary. Crossed over. How many? Yep. 200 years plus? Yeah, yeah, revolution, yeah, 200 years more. plus. You know, yeah, more. more than that. So, you know, they're hanging around and <laughs> they needed somebody to say, there's the light, go. There's the light. Oh, there's that's the... what it is. <laughs> 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 and we're not making fun of anybody who does mediumship or anything, but we are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when they do that stuff. Not you, Leslie. Not me. Not you. No. <laughs> Leslie's just nuts. Do you send people to light? No, it's not my place. No. I right. yes, sir, that's the other thing. We, we've always, Maureen as well, is, uh, we always believe in non-interference. Mm -hmm. It's not our job to interfere with the spirit. Oh, they they may yeah. be here for a reason. They may yeah. But we've met we, and talked to on our show a lot of, you know, mediums, psychics, whatever, yep. that insist that that is their job. And that's fair. That's it. It's good. That is their job, that's and that's we, what they're going to do. That's why we send them to the to them. Okay. We go see the, send them to them. So th th that's their job. Let them do it. That's mm -hmm. not our job, though. Mm -hmm. No. No. Mm -hmm. So, 
Well, we do have to uh, wrap it up. We do have to wrap it up shortly. Mm -hmm. So, what are your final final thoughts this evening, Mr. Golak? Oh, I, I don't know. I thought it was <laughs> it's, it's intriguing because at least it gives people uh, a different view of the paranormal other than the TV shows that are on here. Mm -hmm. And we're absolutely saying there's nothing wrong with the TV shows. If you enjoy watching them, watch them. Because right. I, I loved Most Haunted. I always thought that was the coolest place yeah, in the world. Too. I mean, I loved the vet screaming. It's kind of funny, too. I loved, yeah. I, loved, <laughs> I, loved, I loved the history part of it as well. Was it a screaming cool, episode? The cool locations. Yeah, it was just, it was a great show. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, hopefully it gave people another view of the paranormal. Always. And once again, this is just it's our particular point of view. It's just, just our <laughs> particular point of view. You know, it might not be the right point for you and everything. And, and believe me, if you like and enjoy ghost hunting, then please do. Yeah. As long as you don't uh, impose on other people or, or hurt any other people in any other way, I see no wrong with it at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Any last words from you guys at all? I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? done? <laughs> you done? Let's eat. So, <laughs> oh man, wow. But we are all looking forward to our investigation. Right. I can't wait to turn on that hat check. Oh, no, come on. Give me a break. But anyway. If I see it, I'm hiding it. You can't. Blaming it on the ghosts. You can't. I wear it close to my heart. <laughs> yeah. There was one shack hack. We were at a restaurant on the coast. Yes. And uh, we asked who the president was, and it clearly said Jefferson Davis. Oh. Yeah. Remember that? Okay. It did. It right. did. It did. Well, on that's, that note, that's kind of a funny thing to come through. That's very odd. Mm -hmm. That's very mm -hmm. odd. But we do have to say goodbye. We no, do. Goodbye. I'm sorry. We want to thank everybody for uh, watching us tonight and listening. If you're still here, maybe you turned it off an hour <laughs> yeah. ago. I don't know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, be careful and uh, have a great New Year. And thank you, Jim and Leslie, for being our guests tonight. Oh, you're welcome. And we will see you all next time on, on Ghost, Ghost Chronicles, Chronicles Next, next Generation. Goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.